Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck, to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 118, verses 1 and 2, and 14 through 24. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Let Israel say, His steadfast love endures forever. The Lord is my strength and my might. He has become my salvation. There are glad songs of victory in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. I shall not die, but I shall live, and recount the deeds of the Lord. The Lord has punished me severely, but he did not give me over to death. Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter through them and give them give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Joshua chapter 10 verses 16 through 27. Meanwhile, these five kings fled and hid themselves in the cave at Mecca. And it was told Joshua the five kings have been found hidden in a cave at Mecca. Joshua said, Roll large stones against the mouth of the cave and set men to guard them. Do not, but do not stay there yourselves. Pursue your enemies and attack them from the rear. Do not let them enter their towns, for, their Lord, for the Lord your God has given them into your hand. When Joshua and the Israelites had finished inflicting a very great slaughter on them until they were wiped out, And when the survivors had entered into the fortified towns, all the people returned safe to Joshua in the camp of Mecca. No one dared to speak against any of the Israelites. Then Joshua said, Open the mouth of the cave, and bring those five kings out to me from the cave. They did so, and brought the five kings out to him from the cave, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Harmuth, the king of Lashish, and the king of Eglon. When they brought the kings out to Joshua, Joshua summoned all the Israelites and said to the chiefs of the warriors who had gone with him, Come near, put your neck, put your feet on the necks of these kings. Then they came near and put their feet on their necks, and Joshua said to them, Do not be afraid or dismayed. Be strong and courageous, for thus the Lord will do to all the enemies against whom you fight. Afterward, Joshua struck them down and put them to death, and he hung them on five trees, and they hung on the trees until evening. At sunset, Joshua commanded, and they took them down from the trees and threw them into the cave where they had hidden themselves. They set large stones against the mouth of the cave, which remain to this very day. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 6 through 8. Your boasting is not a good thing. Do you not know that a little yeast leavens the whole batch of dough? 
Clean out the old yeast that you may be a new batch, as you are really are unleavened. For our Paschal Lamb, Christ, has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us celebrate the festival, not with the old yeast, but the yeast, the yeast of malice and evil, but with the unleavened yeast uh, of sincerity and truth. Welcome to Eastertide. Christ is risen. Uh, so the, um, the season of Lent is over. The Tridium has passed. Holy Saturday is gone. And we find ourselves now with a risen Christ walking among us. You'll see in the episode image, it's a negative image, just like in Christmastide. So in Advent and Christmas is awaiting an arrival and uh, not too unlike uh, Holy Saturday and to a lesser extent Lent is also awaiting an arrival. And I make the, I make Christmas and, and Eastertide negatives um, even though this is when Christ is with us finally um, because this, um, there's something that Tolkien um, spoke about. He gave a, an academic paper at St. Andrews many years ago and he described the purpose in his mind and for his purposes I suppose uh, the purpose of fairy tale F-A-R-F-A-E-I-R-I-E he spelled it kind of interestingly um, but he said the purpose of fairy tale is to create a kind of um, first order belief based on second order reality in other words imagining Sauron and um, and the hobbits and Smaug and all that stuff, the act of imagining it and making it real in your own mind is practice for when um, the eschaton comes and all these things that we think are fanciful and fairy tale and fable, like the New Jerusalem and streets made of gold and um, sun, the sun that never sets, these things are to be made real. And so practicing making them real to ourselves, um, you know, you could say pretending, um, this is precisely what the Gospels and Scripture calls us to, this first-order belief and second-order reality. And he didn't use that specific language. Uh, but he was really clear that this was, this was the reason that he didn't write for children. Um, he writes for adults, and he always did. Um, Tolkien was Catholic, his wife was Anglican, and she converted to Catholicism for him uh, later. Um, but Eastertide it's, and Christmas, when Christ finally comes, and we're in the post-Christian era where we're awaiting God's second coming, uh, the parousia, um, we, in fact, we live in this world that we think we understand. Colors and everything are, are just as we think they're supposed to be. And when Christ comes again, things will be flipped, and that will actually be more real. Um, we will come to find that everything that we think we know, that we think we understand about what we see, what we hear, what we feel, what we taste, everything will be f turned on its head. And Christianity is the practice of living on one's head. Um, it's it's the, um, the life of being... Um, a crazy person in a crazy world, or maybe the only sane person or, or group 
in an insane world. Um, and I'm not sure that all Christian communities get this right, but that's the hope that in Easter we have reason to celebrate and that we find that God is here among us. And everything that we think we know, including Jesus Christ, um, has changed. And the reality, the, the real reality, um, what philosophers call ontological being, the actual substance of reality, that's different, um, even down to our very appearance. And when Christ first appears to some of his disciples, they don't recognize him. They spend hours with him walking on the road to Emmaus, and they don't know who he is until um, he disappears. And um, then the, the apostles, they recognize him only when they sit down and have a meal with him. And it doesn't appear that his appearance changes, but there's something about the, the essence of Christ's identity being made more clear in breaking bread together than just you know, looking upon him. And so that's why the episode Image for Eastertide, the season of Easter following Easter holiday up until Pentecost, when Christ is among us, walking around, talking, um, it's negative because, uh, or I've, I've made it that way, I've intended it to be this practice of making fanciful things real, um, of, of flipping our understanding of the world so that when Christ does appear to us, in the flesh, um, um, that we're we're prepared to be surprised by how um, inadequate our own logic, our own senses, um, our own works are to to bring him into our presence. Prayer for the Monday of Easter week. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that we who celebrate with awe the Paschal Feast may be found worthy to attain everlasting joys. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for falling into Pew Pew HQ's First Formation, where we share morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support this podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host yourself by recording a lectionary reading and sending it to me to be included in a weekday episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts can be found in earlier episodes, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and maybe most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a voice message feature on Anchor's iOS or Android apps. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you will continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been and always will be Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.